are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello, Jason T. Gaffney. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. I did want to extend a thanks for everybody for their patience. We were not able to record last week, so it's now a semi-weekly comedy about tragedy that we're doing, I feel. Uh, but I had some family obligations, uh, and uh, we weren't able to record at our normal time and then just weren't able to get back to it all through the week. So, Because we are living busy, busy lives uh, the the lives of the vaccinated is what we're living now. <laughs> it's true. I got my second vaccine this past week. That is so exciting. And so things are ramping up and we're getting back to almost normal life over here. Is that how you're experiencing it? Um, I guess. I mean, we're still in lockdown until the two weeks after my second vaccine. And then we're going to start seeing other people who've been fully vaccinated. We're playing it super safe. We know the CDC has said if you're vaccinated, you can see unvaccinated people. But we're just choosing to be pushy and tell our friends to get vaccinated. <laughs> ha! That's There's no problem with that. Uh, vaccinations are across the country going way ahead of schedule. Uh, there are, of course, it's, a, it's an iffy time, I keep hearing, because variations and, and um, mutations of the virus are also threatening you know, new outbreaks of things, but we're at the same time we're approaching herd immunity. So it's still a, a sketchy time, but things are definitely getting better. And uh, you can, I mean, I'm out and about a lot for work and everything, and you can certainly see it in traffic. I mean, that is, it feels like it's back to pre-pandemic levels just about. So. I know that sucks, but, uh, but, you know, that's the price we pay for getting back to normal life, I guess. I will say this. I know many companies are considering having employees work from home part of the time now because it eases up on traffic. It eases up on environmental bullshit with the traffic. We now know you can do most of your jobs from home. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it's not a terrible thing. Like I get like we want people to go in several days a week, but you know, the occasional day at home is not bad. Yeah, I think that the hybrid work from home, work at work model is probably going to take over in a lot of places. It just seems like, I don't know, it just there's just more people on the street. People are definitely feeling more comfortable and being out there more. So, you know, that's, there's good and bad to that for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, I'm very excited. Thank, thanks for your patience in not being able to record last week. Uh, but I'm very excited to be getting back to it today. Shall we talk about a bright spot? Yes. Since we're on the subject of vaccines, uh, our bright spot does have to do with vaccines today, but it has to do with a vaccine that you probably haven't thought of in a while. Uh, the HIV vaccine. Remember HIV? Remember AIDS? <laughs> Remember. Remember? I feel Girl. so nostalgic for AIDS. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, it was the pandemic of my youth. What can I say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first pandemic of our lives. That's right. 
Um, but actually, so what's going on right now is like the story of the HIV vaccine has been going on since the 1980s. So for 40 years and it has been not effective. They've been having incredible trouble finding an effective HIV vaccine, and we do not have one yet. But this week, a new possible HIV vaccine is raising a lot of excitement because whereas the most effective previous HIV vaccine reached 31% effectiveness in combating the virus, a new vaccine right now that just went through its first in-human trials has shown a 97% success at stimulating a rare set of immune cells that are a key part of fighting the virus. So uh, this is happening at in San Diego at Scripps, uh, scientists at Scripps Research in San Diego. So they are developing an HIV vaccine. I mean, there are programs to do that all over the world, but this particular one is possibly having a 97% effectiveness uh, at fighting the virus. And as we have learned, 97 is very good. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So it's possible that that HIV vaccine is now in the pipeline as well because it's actually going through in-person, in-human trials. You know, it's been it's been many, many years in the making. But I remember, like, so anyone who's listening who for who COVID-19 is their first pandemic, you know, congratulations. But HIV is the thing that I grew up in, in terror of. And I think you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the idea of a vaccine has always been a possibility and it's always been on the horizon, you know, and it's still and it's kind always, of is. It's always been underfunded because unless it affects straight white men, you don't get money. That's very true. Very true. Um, but but through that, you know, incredible researchers have been battling for decades now to get it done. And it looks like this is the most promising vaccine that we've ever seen for HIV. I had actually read that the reason we had the surgence of the HIV vaccine is because of the COVID vaccine. Is that right? That because of the science of the COVID vaccine, because we finally put some money into vaccines... Suddenly, and, and the way the COVID vaccine is more of a viral deal as opposed to other, mm -hmm. uh, that it it has provided the, the blueprint for the HIV one. And it's like, wow, it only took another entire global pandemic to stop the first pandemic of our well, lifetime. That's very interesting. I hope that that like something about the messenger RNA technology has been what was needed to get in to get through in the HIV trials as well in the sense that like a horrible thing has to happen for us to learn and get better at it you know but that's kind of how we go as people yeah. so you know if that's how if that's if that's what it took I don't want I'm certainly not saying that it was worth a global pandemic to get the HIV vaccine but you can say I I can say that we can still appreciate a good thing coming out of it of course. Yeah. I also, one of the funniest things that I've seen the entire pandemic uh, was memes that were saying things like, all you straight people are acting like you've never lived through a pandemic and it shows. Yeah, yeah. I saw a bunch of that too. Because, yeah, we have done this before, you know, and we have over many years. And that's the thing is, by the way, <laughs> we don't have an HIV vaccine and that pandemic did not go away. It's still here. <laughs> it's still very, very much here. The thing is that we have, we did develop antiretrovirals, 
and pre-exposure prophylaxis drugs so that it's not the terminal illness that it used to be. It's a, it, If you get it, it's a chronic illness, and we have effective ways of preventing you from getting it from right. the first place. So, But that's that's what we've been able to do instead of a vaccine. Right. So far, you know, and but but it's just it's kind of still mind boggling to me that 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 HIV is something we've been living with for over 40 years. And you know, we don't have the vaccine for it, but we have learned to deal with it in other ways, you know. So the the fact that we had a vaccine for COVID-19 in a year, I don't I don't know if people appreciate <laughs> you know this that no, as much don't. as they necessarily should. <laughs> I'm excited. I love it. Yeah, so that's our uh, bright spot, and uh, I think that, you know, that's very exciting news. And, uh, yeah, we should look forward to, as soon as that vaccine's out, gimme, 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 gimme. Thank you, science. Thanks, science. Appreciate it. Shout out to science. Well done. Um, So that's what I have. Um, So it's it's early in the morning. It is early for us. Recording at a very different time than normal. So I am probably not going to be awake for the whole time. So please go right ahead <laughs> and tell me whatever you need to. And I will just, I'll occasionally pop in when I, when I wake up. Are you ready? Kevin! Uh, yes. Ready. Dogging. Wait, docking? Dogging. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Public park. Dogging in a public park. So it's either a surveillance operation or something about pets, okay? Sir, I'm going to ask you to put your pants on. Oh, okay. Um, so we're doing an episode about public indecency? That's right. Okay. We're going to talk about public sex or dogging. Oh, is that what public sex is called? In the UK. Okay. Well, <laughs> fine. That's fine. So I was inspired by the email that we got from Kathy about how sex in space really happens and the two suit by Vanna Bonta. And I'm thinking it's really going to be a wonderful episode in the future. So forget about it. But I was inspired about the idea of like weird places to have sex, right? Oh, exciting. And I I was like... funny. (laughs) I think about that all the time. I never (laughs) thought about translating that into a podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. So... I, you know, of course, as I search the internet for weird places to have sex. <laughs> I got a slight visit from the FBI. I, I was, yeah, I was inundated with lots of options. <laughs> but then I stumbled upon dogging. Oh. And I couldn't resist to learn more. I was like, what is dogging? All right. I have to know. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, self. (laughs) Quote from KentLive.News. Quote, (laughs) Dogging, sex in public, watched by others, is not illegal in itself, but it can be if another person sees the act. But watched by others is part of it. That is part of it. So it's possibly illegal at any time to be watched by others, but also not possibly? So let me clarify. Another definition that was fun from The Sun. Uh Uh-huh. Quote, dogging is a British slang term for having sex in public in the view of others. The practice seems to occur up and down the country as randy exhibitionists play out their fantasies in car parks and woodlands across the land. Here is everything you need to know about the raunchy pastime. End oh, quote. fantastic. 
Okay, so so the idea is like if you're getting together for dogging, yeah. then that's okay, like from a legal standpoint. But if some old lady walking her dog, her actual dog, in the park, uh, sees you and gets offended by that, then then it's a then it's illegal. We'll we'll get there. Okay, because okay. that's a wild idea, though. I mean, because we don't have anything like that in America, where something is illegal if you get caught. I mean, everything is that way. No, literally I mean, every crime is is we that it, like it's only a crime if you get caught. Apparently, well, I mean. There I are mean, certainly it is a people crime. who Don't think just that crimes. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the penal system here doesn't work like that. It's not like you know you can embezzle unless we find out about it. You know what I'm saying? It's just that that's kind of a wild like. It feels like a cultural difference between us and them. What makes me so happy is that you said it's wild because I literally wrote, which is wild when you think about it. <laughs> okay, it is. We're on the same wavelength. Okay. Um, so basically, it's cool if you have sex with someone else in public, but if someone sees you and is like, that's not okay with me, then they can file a formal complaint and then you can be charged with public indecency. Wow. But, as I said, it is not illegal according to the websites I was reading. Most of them from the UK, they basically said there's not a single law on the books in the UK, saying specifically that outdoor public sex is illegal. Okay. So no law says you can't have naked public sex. That is amazing. Like, this basically is written into the code that you can do in this area whatever you want unless it offends somebody, at which point you've gone too far. Right. So in the UK, it's also not a crime to be naked in public. This was supposedly confirmed by the sexual health charity FPA, according to that Kent Live article. I don't know what the fuck the sexual health charity FPA is, but that's amazing. No, either. But I think that they are trying valiantly to get English people to have a little bit more sun exposure. (laughs) You white bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They look like fish and chips before they get fried. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm white, and they make me look like a roasted chicken. Yeah, you are, like, like healthily bronzed compared to <laughs> the residents. But in America, I look like a raw piece of cod. <laughs> Just laying there, smelling weird. Uh, <laughs> we all have had to go through things in this past year. <laughs> all right, now. Before you all run off to the UK to strip naked and run around, there is a catch. Oh. Quote from KentLive.News, quote, It is possible that a naked person could be arrested and charged with causing harassment, alarm, or distress if they do not put clothes on when a member of the public or police officer asks them to do so. Okay. So basically, I think that's where the, the thing is. So, like, let's say there's a couple... In the woods, they're fucking, they're getting wild, and, you know, Grandma Prudence is walking by, and she's yeah. like, Oh my god, I can't believe sex is happening in front of me. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, my poor mm-hmm. fragile heart. Put your goddamn clothes on. If they then put their clothes on, she can't file a complaint, because they've complied with her feeling infringed upon, and they've made amends. That is... Is so British. 
That's so British. It's unle- it's illegal unless you apologize. This I guess. Is so British. I don't. I honestly, I'm not a lawyer, and I learned this from the internet. So please do That's not. That's incredible, though. <laughs> do not just go and fuck in the woodland of the UK. I love that so much. You were fucking outdoors, you know, and then she comes by, and you're like, oh, terribly sorry, terribly sorry, <laughs> terribly sorry. And then there, you know, she's like, I'll call the police. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh well, I guess I can't. No. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you're free to be naked and have sex wherever. But if the police or someone else is like, "Don't do that," you have Excuse to comply. Me, I, I, I need. I need a moment. I, I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you going to the UK? I'm going to go have sex. Where? Oh, damn it! We're in America. Damn. <laughs> we're in a pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so. I kind of understand the idea of someone saying, hey, can you fuck elsewhere? Because, like, if you're... Sure. Yeah, you know, if you're yeah. trying to have a pub, a picnic with your loved one in the park and then someone's next to you just being like, uh, 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 it's going to kind of ruin the moment. I would expect, yeah. I mean, unless it gets you in the mood, you know. Sure, then it just turns into a picnic orgy. There a you porgy. Go. A porgy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're called porgies in England. I just I feel like that's the appropriate name. I don't know why. So I don't think it's the same, but I do think it's similar that it's like with smoking, right? Like if you want to smoke, that's fine, but get the fuck away from me. I don't want it yeah, near me. Except that, like if you're smoking where you shouldn't, that that's a violation, right? Right. It's not as if if you're smoking where it's otherwise allowed, and then somebody takes offense at it, that then it becomes a crime. That's a different thing. You know, it's totally different. No, it is different. But I, I wish I could tell people to just get away from me when they're smoking. Like, oh, I like... I wish I like, had that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm kind of... Now that I think about it, though, I'm really glad that we kind of don't have that because then it basically means that you can weaponize your offense. Yeah. Which, you know... Is- in America is a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which the the culture that we're living in right now is like that is terrifying to me. If you can say that offends me and then somebody could be like prosecuted for that. Right. Like then that's dangerous, you know, because we have so many Karens that would that would take <laughs> that would take the police up on that offer. I'm offended that you haven't gotten me the manager. You didn't even exactly. ask. <laughs> I'm asking now. <laughs> you should have known. Yeah. Do you not see my hair? I walk right. in expecting the manager. <laughs> Pretty much. One of the things I do want to reference is I believe that in the UK, you're still not allowed to do this near a minor period. Like you're just like, I believe that there's like rules on the books that are like, don't fucking dog near a minor. That don't be a dick. Sense. Like, I, I think it's worded like that too in the penal <laughs> system in 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 the queen's penal code don't fucking dog by the kids i mean god now i do want to say while it is not fully illegal some folks have ended up on a sex offenders registry in the uk so you do need to be careful about it it's right, very they similar didn't stop probably i don't probably. know or near a kid you know that kind of thing like it's like the the streaking here in america like some states it's like eh, it's whatever but if you go too far, congrats, sex offender now. And it's, oh, boy. So. Sure. All right. So even though we now know that you could end up on a sex offender's registry. Uh, I feel like a person, sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like a person who doesn't stop when caught, 
I feel like that is a sex offender, honestly. <laughs> like if you're if you're if you are like having sex outside, right? And part of the thrill of it is that you could be caught, right? But you don't really want to be caught because if you are, then that's bad. Well, the but then dogging, if you don't stop, <laughs> the, a lot of the doggers they like getting off on being watched. Sure, I get that. But if, then if somebody says, you know, oh, my God, how dare you, or around my kids or whatever, right? Well, and, yeah. But then you don't stop, then you really kind of have crossed over into sexual <laughs> offense territory. All right. So we know that you could get registered on a sex offenders list, right? Yeah. Even with that information, the uh, when I read the Sun article, I read that 43% of British people surveyed said they had dogged it. 43%. Yeah. What? Yeah. In between tea and scones? Yeah. Pass the tea and your cock. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Margaret. Afternoon tea service? More like afternoon delight. I've got a steel maiden for you. The, what's that? Margaret Thatcher, the steel maiden. Oh. Wasn't she called that? She was the iron lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What on earth is in store for me? <laughs> um, okay. So that was great. Yeah, yeah that was that Pass was the accurate. Steel that, was, that was historically accurate. <laughs> All right. How did they come upon dogging for the actual slang? Well, they were just out for a walk. <laughs> Actually. People were walking their actual live dogs and they would stumble upon people having sex in a park. Oh, hey, well, okay. I, much like I stumbled upon the right answer. <laughs> you have been just nailing it this episode. That's not all I'm nailing later. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun show. All right. There was another possible variation, according to Wikipedia, of how the term came to be, and that was, quote, The term dogging originated in the early 1970s to describe men who spied on couples having sex outdoors. See, These that's men what I felt... Yeah, I felt like it was going to be some sort of, like, dogging, like, stalking. These men would dog the couples every yeah. move and watch them. Yeah. Until the couples, like, got into it or something? I Th mean, that's there's... what they were getting into it. They were like, yeah, I'm fucking, and now you're watching, and I'm fucking, and sure. yeah. So, well, yeah, so it's hard to, it's the chicken and the egg situation. Did, like, did the, did the onlookers create the, uh, the sexual fetish or did the people fucking create the sexual fetish of, I think of being watched? I don't know. Pe well, people just like watching sex. Why is porn so popular? I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. Ladies and gentlemen, give him an Oscar for that performance. I'll take it. I'll take it. Do they cover do they cover podcast independently produced podcasts? <laughs> I wish. Um, so all right. Most people who watch are men. Shocker, right? What a surprise. Yes, that is a terrible shock. And the people having the sex having... are also men. <laughs> Actually, are mostly couples, men and women, okay. or solo women. Who want to either uh, put on a show or invite some viewers to have some fun with. Okay. There's some I mean, sure. Randy ladies, baby. Absolutely. Give me that steel maiden. <laughs> so 
The term really gained popularity in 2003 when, uh, with the internet fueling the passionate flames of romance and sexy sex. Okay. They're like, dogging, 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 dogging. <laughs> and this is what would lead to the Sexual Offenses Act of 2003. Man, the internet comes along and makes everything great, and then the penal code has to just ruin it all. <laughs> quote from Wikipedia, quote, it replaced the Sexual Offenses Act of 1956 with oh God, more I, I wonder. I wonder what the fuck was on the penal... <laughs> the, what was on the Sexual Offenses Act of 1956? With oh more specific God. and explicit wording, it also created several new offenses such as non-consensual voyeurism, assault by penetration, causing Ooh. a child to watch a sexual act, and penetration of any part of a corpse. It defines and sets... Uh, legal guidelines for rape in English law. It is also the main legislation dealing with child sexual abuse, end quote. All right. All right. <laughs> I would like to point out that those were not specific offenses in 1956 or for the <laughs> ensuing 60 years up until this thing was I just was love passed. the idea of like, hey, guys, we're going to go out and dog a corpse. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, and that would be fine up until up until two thousand three. I guess so. Uh, here's I guess. the thing, I'm mm. I'm honestly okay with there being a law that kind of clarifies that stuff, like the the non consent, the assault, the you know rape or the, anything to do with kids or corpses. Like, don't mm -hmm. do that. Just don't don't do that. No. It is really weird though that they didn't just say public sex is a no no, but. I guess they're in the UK, sex they're like, sex is natural, and as long as you're not making others uncomfortable, then you're uh, yeah, in the clear. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just feel like British people having sex is, like, automatically uncomfortable for most people. I've, but that's just I maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they're like, hello, I'd like a tea and a crumpet, and then they're like, now fuck me blooming asshole. Oh, you brought me an actual crumpet. Crumpet <laughs> is... I want to be fucked in their face. That's what crumpet is. <laughs> he took a real crumpeting. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, like where we have a rape whistle, they have a crumpet trumpet. Oh god, <laughs> that made me un unhappy and also delighted. So well, <laughs> that's our show. <laughs> so dogging became a very common phrase right and in fact i can i was really delighted yesterday I, we started watching sherlock holmes and okay. there's an ep episode based on the hounds of baskerville or whatever the original holmes book or whatever yeah and there's obviously hounds and dogs in the episode <laughs> and uh there's a moment where uh watson is looking for a clue and he thinks he sees a clue and he ends up in the middle of a, a field and he thinks he's getting, like, sent Morse code. But oh. it ends up being a couple dogging. And oh. he stumbles upon it. And it was just kind of like, oh, I love it. It's like the hound episode. So they brought dogging into it. They like put dogging into the hounds. That's very meta. Yeah. I just liked it. I was like, you know what? Snaps. Snaps for that. <laughs> Congratulations. A yeah. crumpet for you. Snaps. I can't snap <laughs> right now. My hand's cold and tired. <laughs> right now. It's too early in the morning for me to snap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, most people who live in the UK tend to be fine with dogging. There's another reason that most people don't have complaints or that the police might even suggest to the people who are complaining to look the other way. And the police yeah. are like, we don't, 
want to deal with this, right? So quote from Wiki, quote, the police tend to tread lightly in public sex environments in part because of the bitter (laughs) legacy (laughs) of the time. Because they don't know what could be on the ground. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. In part because of the bitter legacy of the time when gay sex was illegal and closeted men having anonymous sex in places like public bathrooms were routinely arrested and humiliated. Wow. So the police are like, we fucked up bad in the past, and that's we don't want to so do that again. Actually, like overcorrected. Yeah. Wow. That's I don't. Here's the thing. I'm fine with public sex again, as long as people put their clothes on. If they're told, don't do that here. Like, if someone's okay. uncomfortable, then you have that, a very British sensibility about it. I guess I, it's natural. Sex is natural. Just don't do it in the middle of the street, blocking Look, traffic. Sex is natural. The woods are natural. What yeah. could be more more natural than sex in the woods? Wood in the woods is natural. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Look, <laughs> this this rest stop is made of pine. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. So the internet boom of 2003 didn't just bring updated laws. It also brought about dogging groups where people could oh. set up parties for dogging. Oh, exciting. So I love that I love the dog owners who accidentally stumbled into those the <laughs> groups though. Yeah. <laughs> I love the people who were just trying to find a dog community and then found the dogging community. I just wanted to walk me dog <laughs> with a bunch of other sensible dog walkers. <laughs> Come on down to our dogging party. We're going to have a real dogging good time. Oh, it's wonderful. I I brought treats. <laughs> so did I, big boy. <laughs> it's my titties. <laughs> I like that I'm like a B. Arthur woman with that. I was like, yeah, channeling B. No, I I love her. Yeah, Yeah. no, she's great. So, all right. Now, one of the downsides to the rising of dogging popularity in 2003 was that there was a real spike in STIs in the UK. Well, you know. Quote from TheGuardian.com, quote, But as cases of HIV, chlamydia, syphilis, hepatitis, and gonorrhea continue to rise in certain parts of the country... Hmm. Matthew Chandra Kamur, clinical director of the Kent Health Protection Unit, is urging participants to realize the risks involved. Okay. So so people didn't realize the risks involved in <laughs> fucking outside condomless? Okay. I guess. I, I just like the fact that the doctors are like, hey, I know you're going to have sex, but make sure you have fun and be safe if you're going to go dogging. Like, Well, that's, that's a public health department's like job is to say you know essentially we know this is going to happen and it will continue to happen so please do it in the safest manner possible for your you and your for your personal and public health as well yeah and i think the reason the stis rose a bit is that like i said it was often like a couple who would then encourage others to join in or a solo act who was looking for others to join in and so there was a lot of strangers who'd never met before no, I mean, it, more people were meeting up for random sex outside. Yeah. So, yes, there's going to be a spike in related STIs. Yeah. So yeah. the doctors basically confirmed that some of the rise in STIs would do in part to dogging. I think it was I think possibly it was also like it was the people after 2003 who finally knew what the crimes were so they could go ahead and have sex <laughs> like more with a more peace of mind. They're like, oh, thank God, I can do anal in the park as long as Grandma Prudence doesn't find me. As long as my partner's alive, yeah. yeah. 
poor Billy Bob. He's like, damn it, I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> yes, you're you're a psychopath, Billy Bob. <laughs> so here's my favorite part. Health professionals in the UK are really trying to make sure everyone stays healthy to the point where they started going to dogging sites to leave messages saying, hey, please wear a condom to avoid the sex lottery. Like, I just love the fact that they're showing up being like, hey, guys, I'm a cool mom. You're going to have sex. No, hall monitor. No, not sexy. Sorry. (laughs) They're like, let's get it on with a condom. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. Protect our forests (laughs) and your health. Fuck the forest. You can leave the wrapper and litter. Just make sure you're not getting gunnery. I love that. Take take nothing but pictures. <laughs> leave nothing but chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's unsexy. To, go, to, have, to have like your friendly public health official wandering the woods. <laughs> Say bye-bye, syphilis and herpea. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would it would definitely cut down on the spread of any STIs, given that people would be so turned off by <laughs> the people in lab coats walking around. <laughs> oh, you're doing great. You're really thrusting it to them. Are mm-hmm. you wearing a condom? <laughs> exactly. All right. Some doctors are now hoping that they can make dogging officially legal but in specific areas, kind of like how we have smoking zones. They want to have dogging zones. Okay. <laughs> That's fun. Like, <laughs> I want them to be in the same places, like at Disneyland. <laughs> That's traumatic for everyone involved. Uh, uh, why? Well, we already have the smoking areas. Let's make them, I mean, let's just set it aside for the same exact purpose. Well, and I think Disney might have actually gotten rid of smoking areas entirely, and it's just out of the park. Yeah, I think you're. I think that's possibly right. Well, yeah, they'd have a dogging problem too because then they also have the Pluto thing, and they would get in, people would be into furries. It would be a whole thing. It's already too much for yeah. Disney. Yeah, but I could totally see dogging happening in those. Have you seen inside airports where they have smoking pods? Yes. So let's make that the dogging pod as well. Have a quick dog before you flight. Exactly. A fag and a dog. That's what they call it in England. (laughs) So, quote from The Sun. Dr. Lisa Van Zyl has called for legalized and normalized dogging spots after becoming exasperated by coming across people having sex in cars and family places. (laughs) I mean, that's one way to deal with it, I guess. Well, because here's the thing. It's kind of like what I was saying. Like, it's... It already kind of is on the books where it's like you can fuck wherever, but like if someone says go away, go away. But it be, it would be better if it's like no, this is a public fucking park for families. Go into well, the woods. Well, it would become a public fucking park too. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so apparently there is a dogging website slash group for every county in the UK. Oh God. But. South London takes the cake with 12 of the 21 most popular groups for dogging pleasure. 
Goodness. It feels like South London is pretty dense. Though. I know. I'm so like, yeah. What are you I mean, doing? Running I'm, around with like skirts on and just fucking real quick with your skirts? Yeah, I probably, you've got to imagine walking around, like especially in South London, you've got to imagine that every place that's not occupied with a building has got to have been a place where people fucked yeah. at some point. They're like, right? They're like, oh, yeah, the bus is going by. The bus, the bus, the bus, the bus. Mm-hmm. Be loud now so they can see us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So but yeah, right. there's a lot of fucking going on in South London is what we're learning. The fun thing, though, is apparently, according to The Sun, Manchester, England is the number one dogging city in the UK. Well, it's right in the name. Manchester, England, yeah, England. Man. We're going to fuck you in the sun. Wow. Manchester, England, England. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just made their new jingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the original lyrics, and then they toned it down. <laughs> they actually got someone who knows how to fucking write songs to write it after me. They were like, well, who hired this asshole? But you still got royalties. That's the important thing. I know, I did. I did. Manchester, England, England. <laughs> it pays for my house right now. <laughs> oh, we're, we're doing verse two. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm sure you're wondering what is happening to dogging now that the world is impacted with COVID-19. I am wondering. So Probably not that much. I think people are still doing it just about at the same levels or more. Actually, many of the dogging groups have told folks that until it's safe, they won't host parties to avoid getting more people sick. Well, that's responsible. One tweet from Chesham Dogging was, quote, Due to the hashtag corona outbreak, all of our parties have been canceled until further notice. We apologize for any inconvenience caused. Uh-huh. I love that they made that more searchable. <laughs> too. <laughs> like the hashtag COVID outbreak. <laughs> I love that if you're searching around for like how the COVID outbreak has has affected areas near you, <laughs> that you can find that. That's nice. And you know that like Frank from down the street's like, damn it! I'm so inconvenienced! Uh, well, a lot of people, I'm sure, were inconvenienced by not being able to dog yeah. as they had been used to. So, I mean, a lot of hobbies were... My, for us, it's country dancing. For others, it's something else. <laughs> so, of course, these tweets would garner joking from the internet in addition to nasty comments. Well, everything on the internet garners nasty comments and... and and uh, this vitriol is, this nowadays. This is true. This is true. My favorite one I read was on metro.co.uk. Quote, one social media user joked, we hear a lot in the mainstream media about the impact coronavirus will have on big business and the economy. What we don't hear is about how it's decimating British grassroots culture and community groups. <laughs> so fucking British. So fucking yeah. British. Like shady as fuck. And I love it. I, that's pretty great. I mean, you know, yeah, it is a grassroots movement in the fact, insofar as you're really upsetting the, the roots of the grass that you're fucking on. <laughs> the grass is like, oh, God, it's another fucking dog and couple. Oh, not this again. I prefer the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, have you seen British people? Ugh. I mean, they can get it. I know, I'm kidding. Also, Irish accent, best in the world, alongside Australian. Have to agree. Like a hard agree. Both of those accents, I'm just like, okay, 
I'm suddenly naked. I don't know what oh, happened. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I apologize for kicking your head as my legs flew up into the air. <laughs> I love that. So, okay. What hey. is the bright side? Well, we're coming out of this pandemic, so people are going to get back to public fucking very soon. <laughs> yeah. So first, dogging groups, from what I could read, was all about consent. And it seems yeah. like in, in the UK, people have agreed that sex is natural. And as long as you're not offending anyone, then you're in the clear. Like consent. See, I kind of love that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, culturally, that is the way to go about that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Because for us in America, all public sex is illegal no matter if you're seen or not. I don't think it's illegal if it's, well, I guess it's not public if it's on your property. You could do it outside, right. but it's, it's private sex, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I'm saying anything out in public, even public nudity, is just illegal for the vast majority of jurisdictions in America, no matter if you're seen or not, no matter if you offend anybody or not. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. You th- like what's also crazy is, and I I somewhat get it because I know people would abuse it, but there also is the argument of like, you know, if one percent of people are abusing welfare and everyone's like we should cancel welfare because of it and it's like no 99 percent of people aren't it's kind of similar to like going to the bathroom in public where it's like it's natural we have to go to the bathroom and obviously i don't want shit just lining the streets but there's also something to be said for like if you're in a park far away from people and there's no working bathrooms and you're gonna shit yourself like that shouldn't be like it's a natural body function as long as you're discreet I mean, I think you can make almost the same argument. It was like, I listen, officer, I had to have an orgasm right now. I feel like that's less. And there were no rooms available. That's less of an argument. But I do agree that sometimes Get your the judgment urge, off of my of my urges. <laughs> it's it's still important and valid, but it is perhaps less extreme and will not provide toxic shock. No, it's, it's, you know, you've heard the phrase when nature calls. It's the same exact thing. This is just a nature booty call. Oh, my God. You're welcome. That was, That's, that was my one. That was my one for this, uh, this particular episode. Oh, no, you did huh. the crumpet trumpet. You had two. Don't try. Two. That was my two for this particular episode. I <laughs> <clears throat> uh, should be done now. I think I got it out of my system. Another thing that's a bright side is the police in the UK have stopped being complete and utter dicks to gay people. That is nice. I, I did notice that. I'm That's not. Like, I'm not saying they seem to all have of them, like. Yeah, but they seem to have like learned a bit of a lesson. Yeah. In that you can't just like wholeheartedly harass an entire segment of your population for something that is no part of their choice. <laughs> right. And also, I'm not trying to say that the UK police are like the greatest police force in the, in the earth. I know that they have problems too. Um, but like. That's kind of cool because there's plenty of police in the United States in certain areas where, like, if they could be dicks to gay people, and they would be, and they are still somewhat dicks to gay people. Yeah, I don't think it's a question of could be. I think that there are lots and lots of places, and this could be true in England as well, but I think that there are lots and lots of places where, you know, I mean, look, there are places where being gay is still essentially a crime, culturally, if not, like, legally, and, you know... Police enforce cultural norms the same way that they do the penal code a lot of times. Right. So maybe it's better over there, but they're also so much smaller. <laughs> the other big thing <laughs> is the doctors are realistic about what should happen. 
Yeah, they're realistic about what should happen, but they're not realistic about what their effects of wandering the woods, telling people what to do will be. They don't wander the fucking woods. They wander the woods, stethoscopes <laughs> in hand, <laughs> handing out condoms. Oh, you look like you're having a lot of fun. Oh, you're actually a little bit sweatier than you should be. I'm going to just make sure your heart's doing okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, no. George, well, George, we talked about this. You should take a breather. You're getting uh, overstimulated. You're in arrhythmia. Sorry, you have to stop. That's a turnoff. That's a turnoff. I don't know. They like being watched. Maybe they like being told what to do by doctors. Oh, maybe he's only his heart's only beating like that because she's got the stethoscope up to it. Yeah. Like, boom, <laughs> it's, just, it's cold on my back as I'm thrusting into this vagina. Oh, my God. Oh, I was oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to continue the scene, but then you said vagina, and I, I lost, I lost uh, entirely the ability to, uh, to talk. It is mm-hmm. funny though that dogging is predominantly, at, from what I could tell, a, a heterosexual pastime in the UK. Well, you know, so is most things, I guess. <laughs> also, most gay people are emotionally and physically scarred of all the years the police arrested them. <laughs> but. Probably true as well, yeah. Get to the bathhouse! <laughs> exactly. In there. Yeah, we learned very specific places to do this, I think. Uh, okay, that's cool. This is a very interesting... Yeah, I can see why this would be, like, the thing that fascinated you and drew you in. Yeah. Because well, you're a pervert. But most countries were like, public sex, no, no. And right. then in the UK, it was like, public sex, maybe? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well i love the idea of i mean to, uh, although it is like a really double-edged sword i love the idea of like something being totally fine unless it offends somebody and then stop yeah and i think it has to be like it's not everything in the uk isn't like fine unless it offends someone it, right. there's obviously that's the thing where people are like i it, it either is everything or nothing it's like or sometimes you have laws about these four things because people are idiots and then the rest of it doesn't need a law because they're not idiots right. and you know we mostly have laws because people did something stupid mm-hmm. or they're vindictive fucking prejudiced assholes it's one or the other <laughs> Right, sure. And, you know, you can't really stop people from doing that and except in the way that makes it a crime to do those kinds of things because they do overtly hurt other people. Right. Yeah. Well, very cool. Uh, very cool topic. Thank you for that. Uh, and nobody died. Hey. Hey. That we know of. I mean, I'm sure that this practice has led to some, you know, sticky situations, no pun intended, or achieved. God. I never, yeah, no, none of the articles mentioned anything about death by dogging. No, Um, just a rise in treatable (laughs) STIs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, treatable, treatable. Yeah. Maintainable. For the most, exactly, for the most uh, part. So that's good. So, you know, keep fucking England. You just keep fucking, keep doing what you're doing. Keep thinking of England. And I'll tell you this right now. It won't offend me. <laughs> it might offend me. <laughs> <laughs> if I wander upon you in the park, I might just join in the, the onlooking crowd. There have been times, by the way, where I have, shocker, been watching porn in the past, and I thought <laughs> it was a certain type of porn, and then something comes out of left field, and I'm like, I can't unsee that. And then it's like I have to turn it off and then go watch like something that's totally the opposite of porn, like antique roadshow to like calm my brain. 
<laughs> wow. Well, you know, you're very sensitive. I've never seen porn myself, so I don't know what you're talking about specifically. And but I have to assume that all the porn you watch is baseball related since stuff is coming out of left field. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty good. Is that three? Does that qualify as three? I don't think so. I don't think that so, qualifies okay. as three. You didn't get you didn't get a, a turkey, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, if you're into turkeys, that's fine. Thanks everybody for listening to us this week. We'll see you again next week. Oh yes, and we're closing in on our hundredth episode. That's crazy to me. Thank you to all the people who've been listening to us for a hundred episodes. That's amazing, both of you. Thank you, both of you. <laughs> We appreciate you both There's very much. There's more than two. Through all three of you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you next time. I'm not offended they had sex. I'm offended they would not let me join in. Oh, then that's not dogging. That's, um, you're ugly. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.